have questions about living with diabetes in South Africa, join the club. Welcome to Diabetic South Africans. I'm Bridget McNulty, and today we're going to be answering your questions to help you live a healthy, happy life with diabetes. This podcast is brought to you by Abbott Freestyle Libra. First, a disclaimer. I'm not a medical expert. Please discuss any changes you want to make to your diabetes treatment with your doctor. Today we're answering the question, is diabetes and depression common? And I wish I could say, no. I wish I could say, actually, diabetes makes your life so much simpler and easier. But honestly, I can't. You know I can't. Diabetes and depression is really common. Really, really common. Like, studies show that people with chronic illnesses like diabetes are three times more likely to suffer from depression and anxiety. Sorry, I wish I had more positive stats to start us off with. There are those who are able to find the silver lining to living with diabetes, and I can kind of pick up what they're putting down. If you're forced to make your health a priority, then you're definitely going to look after yourself better. We should all be eating healthy food and not binging on carbs and exercising regularly. Diabetes just makes it more urgent and visible. Some people with diabetes say that they're in better health now than they were before they were diagnosed. I get all that. I also get the invisible workload of diabetes. Do you know about this concept of the invisible workload? It's big among moms of young children. I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old, so it is singing my tune. The idea is that we all have a workload that we need to get through in a day, what we need to accomplish for our actual jobs that pay us so we can actually live. And then there's this invisible workload that nobody can see, but that takes up a lot of mental headspace. Things like, what's my blood sugar doing now? Did I inject enough for the meal I just ate? Did I remember to take my medication? Do I have snacks on me in case I'm going low? Why is my blood sugar acting like this today when it didn't yesterday? Does the place I'm going to have the right kind of food for me to eat? Will my insulin get too warm if I bring it with me? How much exercise have I done today? And did I factor that into how my blood sugar will react to what I've just eaten? You know, the usual. On top of this invisible workload, which isn't just the thoughts, but the amount of admin surrounding them, the carefully thought out meals and snacks and remembering to take your medication at the right time and calculating how much to take before every meal, all the monitoring... It's exhausting just listing it all. You know how exhausting it is to live through it. So on top of this workload is the very real fear of long-term complications. This isn't an obvious in-your-face fear because long-term complications from diabetes only happen in the long term, many, many years down the line. But that means that there's a sense of needing to be good or in control now to reduce the long-term risks. Ugh. The payoff, of course, is that if your blood sugar is in range now, you'll be feeling a lot better every day. It's not like saving for retirement where you don't see any benefits immediately. But this combination of extra workload, extra hamster wheel of thoughts, and extra worries can lead to depression. That's no surprise. What usually happens, according to type 1 diabetic and clinical psychologist Daniel Scher, is that first we experience diabetes burnout and then depression. So diabetes burnout is when diabetes just feels too hard to manage, too exhausting to even try. It doesn't happen overnight. There's this sliding scale that begins with what they call diabetes distress, and then it moves to burnout. It's really a reaction to the burden of living with diabetes, the anxiety, the fear, that sense of like hopelessness and powerlessness we sometimes feel 
and it's a result of the daily grind of a chronic condition. It can feel similar to depression, a general feeling of, ugh, why bother? I feel like that should just be the sound effect for this. Ugh. If you're here now, we see you. We've been there. It will pass. What's interesting is that diabetes distress is just as much of a risk in those who are newly diagnosed as it is in those who've been diabetic for years. So if you're newly diagnosed, you might be tempted to go into complete denial and act as if you don't have diabetes at all. If you've lived with diabetes for years, you might feel the deep exhaustion of trying to maintain control of a sometimes uncontrollable condition for too long. The symptoms of diabetes burnout are pretty consistent, though. A deep sense of powerlessness, so feeling like you can't control your condition no matter what you do. Intense frustration or anger at all the elements that can affect blood sugar. Hormones, the weather, sleep, stress, food, medication, the list goes on. Feeling anxious and worrying a lot about things like HbA1c results or long-term complications. And then another common one is a fear of going low, particularly at night when you're sleeping. Add those together and there's this pervasive feeling of not being able to cope with diabetes anymore which obviously means not having any energy for things like testing or eating the right food or exercising. This is so common. You're not alone if you're feeling like this. You might think that it would be easy enough for a diabetes doctor to figure out if you're feeling this way, but another common symptom of diabetes distress is avoiding doctor's appointments. It's so weird, but there's sometimes a sense of failure if you're feeling burnt out. And if you don't have the most sensitive doctor, that can make things worse. There are actually six common symptoms of diabetes burnout, which I'm going to list really quickly in case you think you might be in the zone at the moment. The first is feeling powerless, feeling like no matter what you do, it doesn't make a difference to your diabetes. Similar to that is feeling that you're bad at diabetes management, which is usually accompanied by some form of guilt, either because you're not testing enough or you're not giving your diabetes enough attention. Then there's the fear of going low often because you don't notice the symptoms of going low as much as you used to, or because you're out of control in that you're sleeping, so you wouldn't really notice it. And then there's feeling embarrassed by diabetes, as if people will think less of you or treat you differently because you're diabetic. Then there's worries about food, so either annoyed that you have to think about food too much or that you don't eat as carefully as you should and you're eating junk. And finally, a lack of support. You might feel like you have to hide results from your support system because they police you or they treat you like you're sick all the time. Is any of this ringing a bell? And what do you do if you're feeling like this or if you suspect it may have developed further into clinical depression? First, take a deep breath. You are not alone. This is really common. You can get help. The first step, according to psychologist Daniel Scher, is acceptance. Recognize that this is where you are right now and give yourself the time to move out of it at your own pace. It's really important to share that this is how you're feeling. Tell your doctor or a friend or a member of your family or a therapist so that you can work together to move through it. There is so much that goes into managing diabetes. It's not just the physical side of things, which is more than enough to feel overwhelming. It's also the emotional impact of living with a chronic condition every day never getting a holiday. Also, in case you were wondering, most people with diabetes are not skipping around happily without a care in the world. We're all muddling our way through this together. We all have bad days and weeks and months. 
We've all gone through periods of diabetes burnout. One really practical thing that can help is setting SMART goals. Do you know about these? SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Based. So you're choosing one small goal that you think you can achieve, one step forward on a long journey. So just figure out what to eat for breakfast that doesn't spike your sugar. Just find time to do 20 minutes of exercise in your day, one step at a time. It can help to talk to your doctor or a therapist or a friend about what you feel capable of taking on right now. So what doesn't seem like too much to ask for? And then start with that. If you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know that I use the Freestyle Libra Flash Glucose Monitor, and it's been so helpful to me for setting small goals. I'm not aiming for my blood sugar to be in range 100% of the time, but if I'm going through a hard patch, maybe 1% more today than yesterday, and then 1% more tomorrow. It's helpful to be able to see progress in a kind of really visible, practical way. Because that's the problem with all of this, isn't it? It's not really visible. We might be feeling awful on the inside, but nobody can see it on the outside. If we're talking about depression, the symptoms are a bit broader than diabetes burnout. So we asked diabetes counselor Gabby Richter for her most helpful tips. She said, remember that depression is a chemical imbalance in the brain, which affects how you think and feel. So it's got an emotional and a physical aspect to it. It's not just feeling sad. And you can't just snap out of it. It's not a funk. There are six main symptoms to look out for when dealing with depression. A loss of appetite or any change in eating habits. Feeling down and sad all the time. Any change in sleeping pattern that might be sleeping more than usual or not sleeping as much as usual, a lack of energy, a loss of interest in everyday tasks, things that you used to enjoy like a cup of tea in the garden or walking the dog or playing with your kids, and feeling irritable all the time. You might notice that these symptoms are also really similar to anxiety. The main difference is that when you're anxious, you worry more about the future. So it's about things that could happen or that are happening now. And when you're depressed, you don't really have the energy to do anything. So what do you do if this is all sounding too familiar? Please ask for help. From your family or your friends, from a therapist or a psychologist or a counsellor. You are not alone in this and you don't have to figure it out on your own. Depression is a clinical condition and there are proven ways to help you move through it. It can also really help to reach out to other diabetics who have faced depression please join us on Diabetic South Africans to meet others in the same situation. There are so many of us. Next up on the podcast, we're sharing our final four episodes of the season, and they are the best ever tips for weight loss, exercise, diet, and medication. You don't want to miss them. We've asked SA's top diabetes experts to share their most helpful advice, and we'll be sharing that with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today and for making your diabetes a priority. I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We have some super helpful episodes coming up. And of course, join us on Facebook, Diabetic South Africans. Big thanks to Abbott Freestyle Libra for sponsoring this series of the Diabetic South Africans podcast. If you're on Discovery Medical Aid, you can now get the Freestyle Libra as part of their new CGM benefit. It's amazing. It's a total game changer. 
There's a small copay depending what tier you're on, but it means that you can see what your blood sugar is doing 24 hours a day. I love it. You can find out how to claim the CGM benefit on our website, sweetlife.org.za. Diabetic South Africans is the podcast of Sweet Life Diabetes Community. We are South Africa's largest online diabetes community, a space to connect with other people living with diabetes, share tips, and offer advice. Our website is sweetlife.org.za, and it has all the diabetes info you need, all in one place. We offer expert advice that's easy to understand for diabetic South Africans. Whether you're looking for tips to manage your diabetes better, meal plans and diabetic-friendly recipes, exercise suggestions, or how to lose weight with diabetes, we have an expert answer for you. We also have free eBooks to download, a diabetes cookbook, a diabetes guidebook, and a diabetes food guide. Most importantly, we have a community of diabetics who understand what it's like to live with diabetes every day. We're all in this together.